Hey guys, welcome back to the Music Matters Media Podcast. I am Lisa. And I'm Eric. And today we are going to be talking about two movies that we saw over this past weekend, A Star is Born and Bohemian Rhapsody. Both of those movies are everything. Let me just start off with that. Yeah, spoiler alert, go see them. <laughs> Definitely, we highly recommend it. But before we can get into that today, we have our top three, our international top three countries. Here we go. Starting with number three, we have Mexico. Nice. Mexico. Cool. Very cool. Very cool. Coming in at number two, we have Brazil. Nice. Nice. Going strong. And here to claim the top spot once again, they've been in our top spot several times before, as you all may know. The United Kingdom. I knew it, man. Those guys never give up, and I knew they wouldn't give up the number one spot that easily. I know. They are really so loyal. Love them over there. I cannot wait to go visit one day. I'm telling you, Eric, it's going to happen. Yes, it will. It's totally on my priority list. Coming in at number three with Mexico to Brazil and number one, the top spot this week, the United Kingdom. Thank you guys so much for making our top three this week. And for everybody else, have no fear. You can always make our top three any week you shall, please. All you got to do is share this podcast with your friends, with your families, with any loved ones you may have. And we could be shouting you out next. So, Eric, there is a lot to talk about with these movies Two truly incredible movies. So let's just get right into it. We'll start with A Star is Born because that came out first. And then we'll go into Bohemian Rhapsody. All right. Sounds good. So, oh man, where to start? I mean, oh man, that that movie just hits you all at once. It's amazing. So this was my second time seeing A Star is Born. I saw it a couple weeks ago for my mother's birthday. And when I saw it the first time, I had no idea what I was getting myself into. But by the time I saw it the second time, uh, I got to tell you, it still hit me just as hard. You would think that, I, well, you know, you're emotionally prepared for everything that's going to happen in this movie now. And uh, that was not the case. And that's the mark of a great movie. When you truly fall in love with the characters, you walk away really caring for them. That really shows how much of an impact the movie makes on people. There are actually four versions of this movie, A Star is Born. 
And that's why I said I had no idea going into it what to expect because I didn't watch any of these movies prior to that. Uh, there have been four versions of A Star is Born. The 1937 version with Frederick March and Janet Gaynor. Then we have the 1954 version with James Mason and Judy Garland. Then we have the third version with Chris Christopherson and Barbara Streisand. That was in 1976. And now here we have Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga for 2018. Man, that goes way back farther than I thought. Yeah, many people don't know. Many people, if they have heard of A Star is Born, they refer to maybe the previous two versions, which is the 1976 with Barbara Streisand. That's a very famous one. And then obviously the Judy Garland one in 1954. But actually the original was with Frederick March and Janet Gaynor in 1937. That's crazy to think about, man. Wow. Yeah, and so what I did was the first time that I watched A Star is Born, like I said, a couple weeks ago for my mom's birthday when we went in the theaters to go see it, I immediately wanted to backtrack and, and see one of the older versions. So the one I went with was the Barbara Streisand one, uh, in the 70s, just for comparison. And wow, these movies, I mean, they have obviously the overall, the overriding theme is the same, but the contrast is uh, unbelievable in these movies. Bradley Cooper really made this movie his own. For anybody that, don't, that does not know out there, Bradley Cooper not only starred in this movie, but directed this movie. So he played a huge role in how everything played out with these characters. And he basically took the concept from previous years and then added his own personal uh, spin on things. Yeah, from what I've read across various different articles, he truly went all out for this movie, not just in terms of the script, but even his performance. Fantastic. And they had a lot to live up to because we're talking these names, Judy Garland and Barbara Streisand. These are really big names and they had a lot riding on this movie to make sure that uh, they hit a home run with it. And I got to tell you, I can only speak on the 70s version, which is the version that I went back to, to go see and I rented it after just to, you know, compare the two. There's really no comparison. There's really no comparison. What I can say, though, is Barbara Streisand, that movie is what really kicked off her career and made her star. And she basically held that whole movie, you know, and if it wasn't for her starring in that movie, it definitely wouldn't have been the same. I don't think people would have cared as much. Uh, but she has an incredible voice and she is such a talent. Uh, and yes, she's basically made that movie, in my opinion. So I have to give her that. And I give credit to all the other versions uh, prior to that as well. But I have to say that A Star is Born 2018 with Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga completely, completely blows uh, that previous movie out of the water. In, in every way possible. I thought the, the story was better. I thought the music was better. I thought the chemistry between the actors were way better. Just all around the board, such an upgrade. And the cool thing about it is if you were to go back and watch these movies, each of them would be a time capsule because we're literally talking about the 1930s, 1950s, 
1970s and then now 2018 so it's kind of cool to see the the essence of that time that the movie was in so that would be an interesting thing to to watch all of them and really see you know what things were like at that time and how much has changed since then uh, but I also really do believe that the 2018 version did such a good job of adjusting with how everything is now and and it felt so true to where we are now you really truly believe that you know it's it's really happening you kind of you know step outside of that whole you know this is a fictional story type of scenario and you truly believe everything you're seeing it's really amazing and what I truly love about this, I don't know if, if this has really been spoken about or if people have taken the time to really take a step back and think about this, but while this movie was going on, Lady Gaga had to accept Bradley Cooper as a musician. You know, she had to look at him beyond just an actor, but as a musician, a real life musician. And then in turn, Bradley Cooper had to look at Lady Gaga as an actress. Not as Lady Gaga as we know her on the radio and her hits and her music, but Lady Gaga, the actress. And this was such a big deal for both of them it, because this was a big deal for him because it was his first time with directing a major motion picture like this. And it was his first time putting himself out there musically with his voice, with his talent. And really being vulnerable to the fact that, you know, I'm not using a dubbed over voice. This is all me right now. And I need to give it all, my all and just hope that it's received well. So that was a huge challenge for him. And then in turn with Lady Gaga, this was, I know that she's been on American Horror Story and she's done obviously TV uh, appearances and acting and stuff before, but this was her first major role in a movie. So for her, this was also a huge deal to, you know, and, and Bradley had a lot of faith in her that she can do it, that she can pull it off. And I just like that whole dynamic where they really had to learn from each other in real life in order for that to translate over in the movie. And they both worked very well at portraying their characters on screen because, you know, like you said, we know who Lady Gaga is in real life, but I love that she stripped that away and truly made herself to be out to be someone extremely vulnerable on screen. Someone who, if it wasn't for the stage, was very reserved. You know, I really loved how convincingly she did that. And as for Bradley Cooper, I truly admire the level of dedication to his role because he played guitar for a year and a half, two hours every day, to get to the level he was at. And and he saw a vocal coach five days yes, a week. Yes, and the result is that he was able to make his voice deeper, which is really cool. Not just that, but uh, the son of Willie Nelson helped write the songs. And even Eddie Vedder coached him as well. You know, he kind of gave him, you know, hints and tips on how a rock star should act, so to speak. So I thought that was awesome. And he just, it translated so well. You really believed that he was this touring musician and you really got so sucked into their world. And there wasn't one moment where I was sitting down watching this movie where I was thinking, yeah, that's Lady Gaga and that's Bradley Cooper. I was so into their characters. Yeah, the whole time you were just rooting for the both of them, wanting nothing but the best for them. You know, 
that's one of the very beautiful things about the movie. There's their relationship, their dynamic, where it's going. You know, I, I love that they both depend on each other throughout the story, you know, in terms of their success and and everything in between. And what I will say to this version compared to the Barbara Streisand version is the older version, I don't know how, how the first two versions were, but the the older version in the 70s was more focused on their romantic relationship and and it really revolved around that to the core but in this there's just so many aspects of this movie that yes it's a love story but there's also a lot of personal struggles with uh insecurity with substance abuse with the music industry and everything that goes on behind the scenes there were just so many things that were thrown into this movie and done extremely well you know that it wasn't just solely focused on the love story of Allie and Jack yeah there were a lot of themes that just flowed very seamlessly into the the centerpiece of the story which was the love between the two you know, a lot of things played into it as well. You know, she was very insecure, but she was a rising star and he helped her gain that confidence in herself. Whereas he, who was already a veteran musician, you know, was very good at pretending like everything was stable on the outside when on the inside, really, he could be just as insecure as she was sometimes. Exactly, exactly. And I also, what I loved about this movie is it gave the people on the side, the side roles, time to shine, where you didn't just care about the main characters, you cared about everybody that was involved, like Jack's brother, Allie's father, her best friend that she was working with. It gave them their own time to shine on screen as well. And I thought they they did a very good job of that because they really added to the story. Yes, a huge shout out to Andrew Dice Clay, who played her father, uh, Sam Elliott, who played his brother, and of course, Dave Chappelle. You know, I know his screen time was a little brief, but I really do love the kind of life lessons that he gave Bradley Cooper's character, you know, about being content in where you are in life instead of just trudging along aimlessly, you know? Yeah, and without giving too much away, Eric, when you went into this movie... I mean, you really didn't know that much about it. How did you feel going in versus how did you feel when it was over? It really was a lot different than I thought it would be. You know, um, without giving anything away, I it, it just turned out to be something completely different than what I was expecting. And, you know, I knew it was going to be a smash for sure. But, you know, just... I guess the end result of the story is really just, you know, got to me. You know, it was not what I was prepared for. Yeah, yeah, I can totally agree with you on that as well. And I also wanted to say, too, about the soundtrack of this movie, because at the end of the day, we are discussing these movies because they revolve around music. And this is Music Matters Media, so... The music of this, oh my god, the soundtrack to this movie, Bradley Cooper, I gotta give so many kudos to you because Bradley Cooper really stepped up to the plate, really put himself out there as a musician, and he credits Lady Gaga for giving him that confidence and and really pushing him as an artist and believing in him as an artist and, and saying, you know, you don't have to just 
be an actor. You have the talent and you can do this. You could pull this off. And I uh, gave him the courage to really just go for it. And this soundtrack is really one hell of a soundtrack. There are so many good songs on, on this soundtrack and so many good songs in this movie. Yeah, honestly, this is one of my new favorite soundtracks. It's so good. You know, the music is just so powerful. And there's various genres in it as well. And I can honestly say there's not a single song I don't like in this entire thing. It's awesome. What's your favorite song from the soundtrack? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, you're really going to do this to me now. <laughs> All right. How about this? To make it easier, we'll do a top three instead. I feel like that's more practical here. Yeah, that's much more agreeable. All right. So my three favorites are Black Eyes, Out of Time, and I'll Never Love Again. Nice. It's, it was hard to make that choice, but... Oh my god. So good. My top three is I'll Never Love Again because how could that not be on anybody's yeah, top three? I mean, wow. Then I would go with Always Remember Us This Way. Another good one. And then my number one top pick, hands down, Shallow. Love that awesome, song. Man. I genuinely love that song. Like, regardless of the movie, I love the movie. But even if the movie, you know, even if the movie wasn't as good as it is, that song in itself, such a solid song. I I love all of these songs. I know we picked top threes, but every single song on this soundtrack is so fantastic. It's phenomenal. Yes. Yes, guys. Please, please go check out the soundtrack. Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper did a phenomenal job. I'm going to put a link in the description of this episode of our podcast so you guys can go check it out for yourself. And if you haven't seen A Star is Born yet, I don't know what you're doing with your life. I'm sure all your friends and family have been talking about it, but guess what? The hype is so real and I strongly strongly advise and suggest you go see this movie you will not be disappointed i promise you you will not be disappointed and i second that emotion you will definitely not be disappointed it's so awesome there's something in there for everybody there's something in this movie for everybody it touches upon so many real life issues um and before we get into the second half of our podcast today where we get into Bohemian Rhapsody I just want to to kind of make this segue because I think it was very relevant in both movies the fact that I love how they touched upon the music industry and the shallow no pun intended parts of the music industry <laughs> where with uh appearance wise so Lady Gaga's appearance in the movie, you know, she made a comment saying that, yeah, my voice is great, but I don't look the part. And then going into the other movie that we watched with, you know, Freddie Mercury and Queen, same effect, you know, one was uh, with her with her nose and then the other one was him with his teeth and they didn't have the traditional look that uh, the industry wanted at the time, but they had phenomenal talent. And what's funny is that the things that they found defective about themselves really is what made them beautiful, and that's what made them stand out. So, let's get into Bohemian Rhapsody. What a crazy movie. I loved it. So, going into Bohemian Rhapsody, this was another experience that I had no idea what to expect, because obviously I know 
songs by Queen. Obviously, I know they're well-known songs, but other than that, I had no background of Freddie Mercury. I had no background of the band. Eric, you were so much more well-versed in this than than I am, where back in high school, you used to listen to them, and uh, you still do listen to them, but that was really way more of your thing than mine. And this movie really took me by surprise in a such a good way, though. Such a good way. Yes. And let me just clear something up. I know that there are, you know, some people when it comes to biopics, it can definitely be an issue because of, you know, whether they got this right or they got this wrong. You know, yes, there are some inconsistencies throughout the movie. But generally speaking, this movie was very well done. The performances were fantastic. Rami Malek as Freddie Mercury. Nailed it. Perfect choice. Everyone really nailed their roles so well. I even loved Mike Myers' role as the fictional, you know, music exec. He was hilarious. You know, it it was all so great, man. It's fantastic. It really was. It really was. And, you know, people also need to understand it's only a two-hour you know, time slot. So they have to condense this guy's whole life and his legacy with the band in two hours. So obviously a lot of things are going to get cut and not everything's going to make it. And they kind of have to make certain things, you know, bend the truth to make sense in the movie and, you know, the time sequence in the movie. But I think for the most part, from everything that I know now, because I did plenty of research after I got home from the movie, because I did exactly that, I wanted to compare and see how much was actually true or not. For what they did, I thought they did a great job. Yeah, definitely. I, I can totally understand why some people would look at the movie and be like, no, that's not what happened, or that didn't happen then. Uh, you know, it's understandable. But like you said, when a movie is only two hours long, there's only so much you can do. You know, before you realize, well, we're going to have to change things around a little bit to make it work. But, you know, this movie was great. The music was fantastic. You know, everyone knows what Freddie sounds like. So obviously no real singing from Rami, but his performance was just so well done. You didn't care. You know, he really convinced you he was Freddie and oh my God, it was beautiful. It was great. Yeah, he was such a good casting choice to be Freddy. I mean, he really got into character to the point where I totally forgot. <laughs> and uh, I th- I thought that was a great uh, move on their part because he just really did such a good job in his role. And um, also, I wanted to say, what was your favorite part of the movie? Because my favorite part uh, was... When, you know, and this is without giving anything away, but my favorite part is when they were going through the process of creating the song Bohemian Rhapsody. I thought that that was such a fun part of everything that went into that. And uh, and then when they were trying to bring that song to the music executives, I, that whole scene with everything there, that was my favorite part of the movie, I think. That is definitely, you know, an honorable mention of mine, since that's a term we use here. But um. My favorite part of the movie has to be Live Aid, by far. You know, Live Aid, probably the most important concert of their career. You give the people some background of that and what that was and everything that went into so that concert. It was a worldwide effort to raise money for children in Africa. And anyone who was anyone played that concert, you know, Queen were in great company including the almighty led zeppelin 
But, you know, for all the great bands that there were that night, you know, history remembers Queen as being just the most, you know, phenomenal one because they were just so good, you know, and I don't think Freddie Mercury gets a lot of credit for being an amazing frontman. He gets credit for being a great singer, but a frontman. Such man. an amazing frontman, and that's something that I loved about this movie as well. When he got up on that stage every time, he really just brought it all, gave it everything, and he was so interactive with the crowd, and I love that. And they even touch upon that on the movie as well to include the crowd. How can we include the crowd as much as possible so it's not just them watching us, but the, but that it's a full experience with everybody uh, joining in on the fun. And I love that. And that's what I loved about Queen. That's one of my favorite things about them, that they really, really made strides to make the audience feel like they were part of the show as well. And, you know, don't take my word for it. Look at their concert footage. They really did that. And, you know, they're one of the best live bands I've ever seen, I've ever heard. They're just phenomenal, man. And even the word phenomenal isn't, doesn't do them justice. They're so good. Rest in peace to Freddie Mercury. Yes, seriously. And, you know, even that aspect of the movie was interesting to see. You know, interesting to see how he dealt with it, how the theme overall is handled. Because, you know, just like with... A Star is Born, this movie touches upon very personal themes as well. And to see Freddy's journey from, you know, being a beginner, basically, in a bar to being the superstar that he eventually came to be. Wow, you know, what a journey. That's what you feel like Fantastic. when you're watching this movie. You're literally seeing everything that happened behind closed doors. And what I love about Freddy and... Lady Gaga's character, which is the one thing they share in common, is that they're both underdogs, really, in their own way. Absolutely. You know, they both have a huge mountain to climb just to say what they want to say. But you know what? You know, nothing stopped them. They scaled that mountain, and they said what they wanted to say, exactly how they wanted to say it. And I love that, you know? I love seeing... All of that effort pay off, you know, especially in the way that it did. Now, Eric, when it comes to this soundtrack, what are some of your favorite Queen songs? Oh, man. Well, what song didn't I like? <laughs> but um, there's so many. Uh, there's we'll do Fat top Bob. three. We'll do top three. Okay, fair enough. Um, of course, Bohemian Rhapsody. Definitely that, that song stands Without a doubt. on its own. Um, There's I, nothing like that song out there, period. Yeah, of course. Um, I also love the song Fat Bottom Girls. Nice. So good. You know, it's one of the very early songs that I listened to by them back in high school. Still have fond memories of it. And I love Doing All Right. You know, it's it's a song that they wrote prior to Freddie joining the band, but I love it because it's just a mix of so many different emotions. You know, it starts out very beautifully. His vocals are very peaceful but then throughout it there are sections where they kind of turn up the volume and they become punk rock for like a couple of minutes and then it goes back to that peaceful section it's such a good song it's very well crafted i love it that's awesome i gotta check that out myself it's awesome you know i i it's one of those early songs it's kind of like a hidden gem in my opinion you know not many people outside of queen's Queen fans know it, but it's it's so good. 
I love it. So this is extremely hard because right, I just literally right? I just found out I really enjoy more Queen songs than I thought I did. Right? It's not easy. <laughs> Going through the track list, I'm like, okay, easy, top three. And then I'm like, wait a minute. There are so many good choice. Like, there's so much to choose from here. So definitely got to say Bohemian Rhapsody. That, without a doubt, that has to make anybody's top three. That song is legendary. Like I said before, there's nothing out there like it. And it really catapulted Queen to the next level. Um, so, yeah, definitely have to say that song. Don't Stop Me Now. I love that song. It's such a fun song, especially for karaoke. It's a really good one to uh, to choose. So definitely got to gotta go with that one. And my third slot, which is it's a close tie. It really is. But my third slot would have to go to Under Pressure. I really like that song as well. And it was a tie between Under Pressure and, of course, We Are the Champions. Of course. <laughs> Everybody knows We Are the Champions. This is There's so many torture, to choose you know? from. There's so many to choose from, Eric. I know. Honestly, if, if you're a human being, you got to like at least one Queen song. That, that's just what I think. At least one. So, Eric, you know what I'm going to do to you now. I always manage to put you on the spot some way, somehow. Yeah, the, that's the recurring theme. <laughs> <laughs> and this episode is going to be no different than previous episodes. So, uh, with our final thoughts, I need to ask you, if you could have only have seen one of these movies this past weekend, which movie would you have picked, knowing everything that you know now about both? Mm, wow this actually i mean this was a hard choice but at the same time after seeing both of them i mean it was it's a hard choice but it's also not if that kind of makes sense at all (laughs) 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 this might surprise you but honestly a star is born (laughs) (laughs) those are my claps for you eric because i totally and utterly agree with you on this. I really cannot stress enough people going to see this movie. It has such a strong message. And there's so many themes throughout the movie that hits home for people across the world. There's something there for everybody that somebody may be dealing with a certain thing that they'll touch upon on the movie. So really, guys, go see A Star is Born. Go see both of these movies because they were both outstanding. But I swear to everything that's holy, if... A Star is Born does not get nominated for an Oscar. And if Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga do not get nominated, then I'm I'm canceling cable. <laughs> <laughs> Feel that strongly, huh? Because we know there's a lot of BS that goes on in these award shows. And I'm just saying, I'm saying it now. And that that's, the, that's actually why I picked it. You know, just the level of dedication and hard work that went into this movie. Granted, that same level of hard work went into Bohemian Rhapsody as well. But, oh my god, Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga, man. It was just such next level, and they really blew me away with the story, with their chemistry, with the music. There wasn't an aspect of this movie where you could have looked back and been like, well, they could have done that better, or well... I didn't really enjoy this part. Like everything that went into the movie and went into the story made sense. It was there for a reason. Let me just put it to you guys this way. When we went to see those movies, I was honestly running on one hour of sleep. So you can imagine how tired <laughs> was I was. dead inside. <laughs> but honestly, watching A Star is Born, 
I was like, what's tired? <laughs> I mean, I was that entertained. I was that invested in that movie. So good. You get so invested to to the point where you think that you that these people are real and that's how real it feels. Yes, absolutely. Even now. Uh, oh my god, I'm still reeling from it, you know? It's just that good. Like you walk away with a piece of those characters in you and you're like, "Yes, I identify with that." I love that, you know. And you guys, before we close out this episode, I just want to take this time to give a little message, a much needed message out there. And I just wanted to say for everybody and anybody who is listening to this right now, if you are an up and coming musician, if you write music, if you sing, if you play an instrument, whatever you may do, do not give up on your dreams. If your dream is to become a musician, do not give up on your dreams. I know things along the way, you know, you might get discouraged and people might tell you that it's not practical, you'll never amount to anything, you're not good enough. But if you believe in your heart of hearts, you know, that you do have something special and you do have talent and you work hard and you really bust your ass and this is your blood, sweat and tears and you will do anything and everything to make it, do not give up. And I, I really want to stress that because in both movies, uh, one of the strong themes that I got is a million doors can be closed, but all it takes is that one door to open and that one opportunity and it could change your life forever. So that that's all it takes. You can go on a million auditions, you can get shut down by various amounts of people but all it takes is that one chance and that one opportunity and that's all it takes that's all you need so I just wanted to leave things with that please do not give up on yourself if you feel that you have the talent and you have the work and the drive to to make it out there do not get discouraged wow that was that was beautiful wow Thanks, I love Eric. that Aww. I love that man Thanks, Eric. And with that, you guys, as always, it's not about us. It's about you. We want to know what you guys thought of today's episode. Did you see A Star is Born? Did you see Bohemian Rhapsody? We want to know it all. We want to know what you thought about both movies. Which one did you like more? And do you plan on going to see them in the future? I mean, we can't stress enough to go see these movies. Really, truly two outstanding movies. Love the stories for both. And I cannot wait to hear from people on this. I want to hear people's opinions, and I can't wait to hear their feedback. So with that being said, you guys, all you got to do to reach out to us is head over to www.musicmattersmedia.com. All of our socials are there. You can contact us straight through there. And we cannot wait to hear from you. And as always, you guys, make sure you stay tuned for our next episode.